Welcome to the Real Fitness Show. You guys know it, the only show where we talk about what fitness really is, how you should use it, and how it can really, really improve your life. When I tried to transform my body for the first time when I started my fitness journey, I was super confused with all the contradictory information online. So I wanted to create this podcast to bring you the do's and don'ts, the tips and tricks to transform your body for good with myself and the top hitters in the industry. Please share and enjoy. To the moment of recording this podcast, I'm not 100% sure if this is the right thing to do to share this story today. But I think I'm 80% sure, so that's why I'm gonna that's why I'm gonna share it. Um, if you've been following me on social media, you've probably realized that I started posting really, really heavily into my backup account on Instagram and really not posting on my main account, which has to the moment of the recording uh, 75,000 followers. And there's a, a really good reason for that. Um, and I wanted to tell you a little bit of this story because I think there's moral to it and I think there's something that you can take home, um, especially in your fitness business, uh, in, in, in your in your fitness journey, but also if you, if you have a business, I think it's also going to be really, really valuable. So if you're, if you're an OG, okay, if you've been following me for years, you know that before the account that I have right now, which is Ericsson Fitness underscore, I had another account that was Ericsson Fitness, right? Without the underscore. And that's the one that I started. I started that uh, account back in 2020 and I grounded out to up to 30,000 followers um, in 2022. And, and this was literal grind of posting for almost two years straight. Many, the majority of the time we were doing three posts a day. And at one point, we we're even doing five posts a day. Now we're talking about a workout video, a nutritional video, a post, a carousel, and then IGTV, like the, which was like the original The Shirt Up um, show, uh, the, the Real Fitness show, the original The Real Fitness show. I think like the first 80 episodes or like 90 episodes were all IG, IGTV TV. Um, if you if you remember those times when, when you could do those things in, in Instagram. And I'm gonna be honest, like I, I was I was kind of proud of of building that that account. Again, thirty thousand followers. It, it might it might seem a lot to to some people. It definitely seemed like like a lot for me back in the day, but I, I know um now that there's more than achievable. But the truth is that out at that point, it was 2022. At that point, I have grown a fairly successful coaching business. Um, we had at, at that point, we probably had like like over 50 clients. Um, had a team. I have staff, uh, people that were taking care of the editing, people that were taking care of. Um, of the the finals and the tech stuff and then we have Eduardo who was um only coaching at the time but we like we basically had three or four people plus contractors but three or four people that actually depended on the business right and all of a sudden out of nowhere my account got disabled and if you haven't had that happen to you, let me tell you, those were one of the most stressful times of my life uh, from a pure business uh, perspective. 
because I remember vividly I was having dinner with some friends and I tried to log into Instagram. Like I, I logged into Instagram during the dinner. And then at one point I want, I'm going to log into, into my account and it's like, this account does not exist. And I'll, and I'm like, wait, what, what? So I try to, I tried for, for some of my friends to log into my Instagram. They couldn't find the account. So immediately I leave the dinner. I go back home. I start talking to the support and they, after like a couple, you know, a little bit of chat, they tell me, Oh, you know what? It's, it's been a, it's been a tech error. Uh, there's nothing wrong with your, with your account. It's no flags. Like everything's fine. You should have your account back in, in 24 hours. So at that point I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, that's, that's fine. Like these things happen. So we're all good. The thing is it never came back. It never came back. I started having conversations with the, with the support. They keep on saying me that 24 hours, it will going to come back 24 hours. It will going to come back. And I remember vividly. I was actually in New York. We were doing this trip because we were actually going to to my head coach wedding. And I was obviously, I was not enjoying the trip at all. Like it was with my fiance, my brother and a couple of friends. And, and I was just not enjoying the trip because I was just thinking about where are we going to get income now, right? Because my, my entire income stream, stream was through Instagram. And I remember being on a boat, uh, going to um, the like around the the Statue of Liberty, the Liberty Statue. I don't even know how the guys say it in English. And I was on a boat, and I got uh, an email from support that said, "Well, basically, they said we don't know what's going on. This is all done robotically. Like they don't even like it's." It's kind of like an algorithm that can like decides what gets pushed and what's not. And it's like, we don't have any more control over this. You might want to start a new account. And at that point, like I remember, like everyone was just enjoying the, the boat ride. And I just, I just shrank because it was like, it's been two weeks at that point. It, it, it's been two weeks. Um, I got to make payroll in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't know where I'm going to get all my my new clients from. And to be honest, I didn't feel like I had the ability to start all over. At that point, I was like, uh, if I have to do it all over, I might not be able to do it. And right there, I was just looking for alternatives. Because keep in mind, even when I have 30,000 followers... 90% of my revenue was coming from ads. It was coming from um, we running ads. And if, you, if, you've, if you're a client, if you've ever been a client, you've probably seen one of the ads that we run, right? So one of the things that I, that I know, because the ads only started working after I hit 10,000 followers, is that if you run ads to an account that has 100 followers, no one's going to message you. Like, they're going to be crazy expensive, and I didn't have that kind of money. So I was kind of like, I was a stock, I didn't know what to do. Because um, if I had to get back to organic, it was probably going to take too long. Uh, I wasn't going to be able to make payroll. And then one of my friends who had a similar situation happen told me, Hey, Rick, I know this guy who has a shadow page, like this kind of like meme, fitness memes uh, page, and he wants to sell it. 
So it was actually at that point, it was for me, it was a blessing to be honest at that point. Um, and I, I messaged the guy, we had a little negotiation I ended up buying an account that had like about 90,000 followers. And obviously it was a meme account. So what I did is I just remove all the memes and I started posting my content going back to three to five times a day. Um, and in just two to three weeks, it was quote unquote my account and I could start running ads again. And thankfully we had a little bit of cash, uh, saved up. So we were able to make payroll and then for wait until we were able to get the apps back and running and, and, and getting people through the door again. But it was, I mean, it was a really, really scary time. And I don't know if it was right or if it was wrong to, to buy the account. I think it was the right decision because in all honesty, we've been able to help hundreds of men because of that account, because I bought that account. I was able to get in front of people who probably wouldn't have paid attention to me otherwise. And that ended up becoming clients and that ended up transforming their lives just because of being part of the shootout project. So in that sense, I, I think to this day, I still think it was, it was the right approach. But the one thing that was wrong about it is that obviously since that was a meme account, the people who followed that account were following because there were memes in there, right? And then being brutally honest half of the, I think at that point, it was about 50% of the people who followed the account were from um, India, Pakistan, and, and places like this, right? So obviously, those are not the people that I'm, that I'm talking to, not because of anything, but just because I, I work with people specifically in the United States. So what happens is that even when we were getting the ads and everything was working and we were getting clients again and we were getting income and we were able to scale the company and help more people, we're not getting anything going organically. And since the way the algorithm works is like, I put a post out there. If it gets shown to a little bit of my audience, if they don't like it, then it doesn't get show to more people. So the majority of these guys, they just didn't follow me. Like they follow the page, they didn't follow me. So they were starting to unfollow the page. It kind of like, it got me in a really bad place Instagram wise, if you can, if you can say so, like my content was not getting anywhere. Um, my views were decreasing, my likes and, and, and reach was decreasing, but you know, we were making money, we were getting to you people. Um, so we kept it up, but at one point, um, like, uh, about a year ago, I was like, you know what? We are creating good content. I am putting a lot of time under uh, behind this content. And I know because the people who actually see the content, we get really good feedback from it. So I'm like, man, I wish more people could see this. So I started looking for different ways to start rebuilding the organic off the page and maybe getting to more people. Um, and that got me to hiring a couple of different mentors because I'm a big believer that, hey, like I want to do something. Let me find someone who has done it already and let me hired him, right? Or, or paid him to teach me how to do it. And recently I got uh, into the social circle, which is kind of like a mastermind kind of thing for people who are trying to grow on social media organically with Sean Casey, which by the way, I'm hoping he's going to be in the podcast really soon because he's kind of like, he's cracked the code of social media. He has like multiple, I don't, I don't know if it's like six or seven million followers across social media and has helped a lot of people do that. And in our first meeting together, the first time we talk, 
I told him my situation. He's like, well, you might want to start over. Now, let me tell you something. There's one thing that I knew I had to do. Like, I knew I had to start another page. That's why I created the backup page uh, about a year ago, started posting there, but not really paying that much attention to it. It was kind of like a backup plan. In my mind, it was like, hey, if I, if I ever... If I ever get my account disabled again, at least I have this one. But I knew, unless I started something new, I was not going to get the the reach that I wanted. I was not going to get the traffic that I wanted. But it was tough. Because even when we were not getting the reach and we were not getting the views, it's still, a, like, at this point, I think it's a 75,000 follower account. It seems cool. When I like when people ask me, when people follow you, people that you actually know, um, posting a story, having hundreds and hundreds of people watching the story, like I'm not gonna lie, it feels cool and it fed my ego. Not gonna lie to you, I'm trying to be transparent here. At this point, it fed my ego. So having to start all over again, having a, an account with a hundred followers, posting a story, having 40, 50, 60 people b- watching the story. Man, it's a humbling experience. Let me tell you that. It is a humbling experience. But uh, if if I'm one thing, I, I do have a lot of of negative things about me, but one thing that I think is one of my, my strongest points is that I'm pretty coachable. So the moment Sean told me, hey, you might want to start all over, I was like, okay, we're mar- we're burning the boats. We're, we're getting back into it. We're going all in into this new account. You're going to be seeing tons and tons of new content i'm also trying to get even better at content to give you more value and we're going all in and listen i'm uploading stories and i feel like i've been i've been in this business for years i have hundreds and hundreds of success stories right now i feel i'm starting all over again like sometimes i even feel nervous when i'm recording the stories because they're like oh it's it's gonna be the 40 people that are gonna watch it and it's, it's always the same 40 people but what I think you can get from all this is two things. One, sometimes it's not about you knowing what you need to do. Because deep down, the majority of us, we, we, we know what we need to do. But we're scared to do it. And sometimes it takes a mentor, sometimes it takes a coach, sometimes it takes someone outside of you to give you that accountability. Or to give you that permission to take the risk or to make the change or to make the pivot. Because for me, I knew this is what I need to do. I just haven't done it because I didn't have anyone holding me accountable to it or anyone forcing me to make the pivot. And then the second thing is that once you are coachable, things get easier. Because it's not that it's not hard to start all over. It's not that it's not hard to post a video that I know, I know it's really, really good and to get a hundred views on it. But at least I know I'm in the, in the right track. At least I know now I have someone by my side who's reviewing my content, who's giving me feedback, who's telling me, hey, this is going to be a lot harder than you expected. Hey, this is going to take a lot longer than you expected. And at least I know what my expectations are. And because of that, I can be resilient. I can just show up day after day after day, regardless if it's a good day, regardless if it's a bad day, 
I can just keep on showing up and making th- and making sure that my effort is going to pay off a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. I don't know. But as far as I keep on showing up, it's going to pay off. And I think in your fitness journey, it's the same thing. Like in many cases, we just... Let me let me put it this way. I had a, had a client recently, really, really, really recently, who's been with me for over two years. And if you're listening to this, you know who you are. He's been with me for over two years. Amazing transformation. Amazing transformation. But he's always been working out at home. And lately, like for the past year or so, we've been talking about him getting into the gym. And we've been talking about it for about a year. And then a couple of weeks ago, he finally made the leap and joined a gym. Now, what happened is that for two years, he's dominated his workouts at home. He knows no one is watching. He knows these are my weights. He knows what I can do, what I cannot do. Like in, in Spain, we have this saying of sometimes people be, rather be the head of a mouse than the tail of a lion, right? And it, it it can be scary to make that leap and, and go from being the head of something of something small to being like the the least smarter person in the room. But what a lot of people don't realize is that once you get in that room, you're gonna start getting smarter and smarter and smarter. So same thing with, with this guy. Like he he got into the gym two weeks in. The first week was awful. Like he didn't feel conf- confident, and and I was telling like like brother, you are better than eighty percent of people who go to the gym worldwide, and that's a fact. Probably better than ninety percent because he's really in shape, but still, it's a new environment. He wasn't sure about it, so whenever you are making that leap, you need to embrace the suck. You need to understand that. It's going to suck at the beginning, and that's okay. That's going to be so hard, and that's okay. That's probably going to take longer, and that's okay. But as far as you have the right expectations, you're going to be able to just show up, do your work, worry about what you can control, and let the results take care of themselves. And that's what I'm planning to do with my Instagram account. Now, um, if you're if you're following me, you probably realize that we still have the other one um, active, and he has a very good reason for that is that because we still run ads. We still get a lot of our clients from ads and we're going to keep on um, running those on the on the old page. But everything new is going to come on the new page. We're going to try to grow there organically. Hopefully, we can actually create a community that's a non-paying community because I, we do have our paying community. But I, like, I cannot coach everyone, but I would like to help as many people as possible. And if we can create a, a community that's free, that is adding free value every single day, multiple times a day, that you're learning, that you're feeling understood, that you fi- that that you resonate with the content. And if down the road you want to work with us, that's great. But if not, at least you're getting value. And right now, I'm making this podcast because I'm embracing the suck. I know we're not hitting the numbers that we want. I know the content is getting better, but it's not that good yet. But if I know something is that we're going to get there. I don't know if it's going to be this year. I don't know if it's going to be in 2026. I don't know if it's going to be in 2030. But I know we're going to create a really, really successful organic community 
that's going to help hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people just because I took the leap. So if there's something in your life that you know you should do, but you're reluctant to, maybe get some help. Get a coach, get a mentor, get get someone who can push you over the line. And as far as you have the right expectations, have zero doubts that you're going to crush it. So, yeah, sorry for this kind of like a little bit of a longer episode, but I, I wanted to share that story. I don't know. It's going to do good to our business or bad to other business, but uh, I'm an advocate of transparency. So I wanted to kind of like leave it all out. And yeah, hope that you got some value from it. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode of the Real Fitness Show next week. Take care.